Bonjour. Fresh off the heels of a Scorch-driven episode last week with a whole Pizzagate thing. Talking about that, we've got a uh, we got a couple of stonkers this week for you. We've got Unsolved Mysteries Part 1, and we got this wonderful episode where we talk about the week. Where we no, talk about the week. Not done like a news run for a couple of weeks, have we? No, we usually just pick up a subject and just talk about that. You know, stuff that interests us. But I'm going to talk about the week because, you yeah, know, we haven't done it in a while. Nope. And a lot's happened. Not anything of any real importance, just sort of nonsense that we've picked up and we kind of want to chat about. We're going to riff. We're going to freestyle. I'll say some stuff. You'll say some stuff. Bit of a chinwag. Bit of a chinwag. Uh, drinking a nice can of Pepsoir Maxoir. Same as you over there. Oh, aye. Fresh out your fridge. Fresh out of my fridge. Ice cold. Not ice cold. It's not frozen. Cold. Tepid. I know. Uh... Tepid? Tepid? Does tepid mean? It's like, like lukewarm tepid, isn't it? Don't know. Fuck it. Cold cans of Pepsi. What are we talking about today? Hit us. Hit so, us. So. Hit us with that rhythm stick. <laughs> so, I remember a certain episode when you was going, horoscopes are shit. They're a ball of shit. You lie. And then we scooped up yours specifically. Yep. Um, and it was actually on the dot that day. Ironically, it's not about going for a hike with a friend. And I went for a hike with a friend. What is your, or potentially, before I check this list, what was your star sign? Uh, well, 25th of June is my birthday, so cancer. So that was a cancer. So if you were to read your horoscope today, yep. you look at cancer. I hope this is right. Yes, you would be looking at the wrong zodiac sign. What do you mean? You are no longer a Cancer. I'm not you, a Cancer anymore. You're not a Cancer anymore. You are now a Gemini. Why the fuck am I a Gemini now? What, what even is that? What are you talking about? Is this fact or are you lying to me? No, no. So the people that are responsible for this, the I presume... people that are responsible for this? What, the stars in the sky and yeah, all so, the bollocks that comes with it? Um, obviously, the Zodiac group, they go in, right? It's been years now, um, you know... There's, there's only 12 years, there's 12 months in a year, there's 12 yeah. zodiac signs, star yeah. signs. You, what are you paying you for? And they go, actually, we found um, the off, off Iacus. Can you pronounce that word? In the, Let me see. With the yellow tab. Um, the yellow tab. Officus. Officus. Off, off I don't know. That's a my, stupid word. So what am I? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a what now? You're a Gemini now. I'm a Gemini. Um, I'm an Aries by, by the skin of my teeth. Um... Was you an Aries before? I was an Aries, but no, I was Still like, a, I was like a, I was like a smack bang in the middle. I was like a, at a minute, an Arsenal. I was a smack bang in the middle of the table of an Aries. Now, it starts on the 18th of April, so it actually starts on my birthday. I shouldn't have said that because I'm going to be getting loads of fan mail now off listeners and stuff like that. And get <laughs> Cards, embarrassed. greetings, well wishes. Um, so yeah, 8th of April is just about an Aries. Um, so I don't know what it's going to do. I don't know Mystic Megan all that, how they're going to work change? that. Um, I mean, I personally, you've said it, I think star signs and all this spiritual shit, I think it's all bollocks, but I would say that because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Not back in the day. But um, that's really fucking weird. Uh, that I mean, is there an actual reason behind this other than just. I finally found like, yeah, I like had some new star kind of. So um, I realized that they were wrong this entire time. Well, I just found more now, sort of saying. So it must have been wrong then. So I've been reading Cancers. If I was a. If I was into this shit, I'd have been reading my star sign, which would have been cancer, and I'd have been going, oh, yeah. My whole this, life's a lie. My whole life's a lie. Turns out last week when I read my star sign, that says, today you will face challenges. 
it turns out I might not have been facing challenges. I might have reacted differently. I'm going to sue whoever's in charge of this. But imagine being born between the 29th of November and the 17th of December now. So people go, what are you? Sagittarius. Well, that's an easy one to say. You, Aries, you, Cancer, you, Leo. And you've got to pronounce this new word, O-P-H-I-U-C-H-U-S, Ophiuchus or whatever it is. What do you have to pronounce that every time someone has three star sign? Can you do that thing in your phone where it pronounces it for you? You know, you type it in and yeah. it, it tells you how it's pronounced. How do we spell it? Oh, fuck it. Let's not type into it. Yeah, that's, that's shit. Is, that, is, that is mega shit. So all these people who are the board of star sign directors who, I don't know. Did he make money? What what did he even do? What's, what's this based on? Somebody look that up and send me a message, please, on Facebook. That's Junkland HQ. Prove me wrong. I think it's shit. I think it's bollocks. And I think if you believe in that, you are a pathetic you. <laughs> no, not pathetic you. You're just... You're gullible. You're into daft shit. The position of the stars in the sky on the day you were born clearly has no meaning because it was. it's not even what you thought it was. No, not anymore. Mystic Meg, more like boring Meg. Yeah, more like Mystic Keg because you've been bloody pissed to slap her. <laughs> that was an absolute reach. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Let's move on. Let's move on from this infuriating topic that is star signs. Kanye West ran for president. So he's running for president, Kanye West. So that'll be a good one to talk about on the podcast. But guess what? Today, apparently, he's dropped out. Got two got two percent of the votes, didn't he? Two percent of the like the the fate like I know Donald Trump got like ninety seven percent, ninety six percent of uh I don't know. Big percentages of um, like favorability, you know what I mean? People, it's, I don't know what it is. Sorry, sorry, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not well versed. But, but he's looked at the results, Kanye, and thought, yeah, fuck I'll that. just drop a new album. Yeah, let's do that instead. I've run for president now. It was a good week. Let's uh, do something else now. <laughs> do something else, Zena. Which is embarrassing for Chance the Rapper because he was arguing with people on Twitter last week about why Kanye would make an excellent president. And uh, he fought for his friend Kanye, and his friend Kanye went, you know what? I'm going to give it a miss. To be fair, they say don't bite the hand that feeds you. I know Chance the Rapper. Turned down a very good offer from Kanye West's a label. Very lucrative deal. Um, but I presume there's still some payments between the two for features or cash, whatever production, that sort of thing. Yeah, Kanye West from one rapper to another. Will Smith, he's had a bit of a weird week. Yeah, although it's weird because what's happened this week actually happened years ago, and um, it's just got brought up this week. And... So Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't know, Jada, Will Smith's wife. She has, is it like an online show? She does a YouTube channel called The Red Table. I don't know. I'm not, I don't follow celebrity culture enough to care. So get this conversation online, which I haven't watched. So I'm going to have a load of opinions about it, having not even watched it. I had to watch, I mean, I watched 11 minutes of it. I don't know if that was the whole thing, mm. but I watched like 10, 11 minutes of it this morning. Will Smith having a little cry because they were talking about an affair that she had, but they were on a break. Yeah, it's the old Ross and Rachel. The old Ross and Rachel. Of the of the hip-hop world. Yep. Jada and Will. They were on a break. Were they on a break? Weren't they on a break? Um, and she was sleeping. She had an altercation. What was it? She entanglement. 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 Will Smith with tears in his eyes. Um, is, you know, with a really fake smile goes, an entanglement. <laughs> kind of fakes the laughs and goes, so it was a relationship. She goes, yeah, you know, yeah, it was in a relationship. But the nice thing was, like, I don't know who the guy was, August, whatever he's called. 
I mean, it's going to be a bad month for Will Smith next year, regardless of his stars now. Um, but he, they actually took him in because his health, his health was deteriorating. And I think it was, I think it was liver based. I don't know what the actual disease well, they took this was. August guy in. Yeah, so they took him in to the family home. Um, he's ill. Speaking of biting all that feed, yeah. Um, so obviously they took him in, took care of him, helped him medically, helped him financially. Got um, Jada and him are still, you know, being close contact. Apparently the marriage is breaking down for like four and, you know, four and a half years ago, or whatever. Yeah. None of them was, you know, claiming to be happy. Decided to do only old Ross and Rachel on a break. And yeah, she ended up in an entanglement with August, whatever his second name is. Entanglement. Tangled there we go. Fuck. Celebrities. Don't even cheat on each other the same way as normal people. You know, the real loser is of all this. Yeah. J. Cole. J. Cole, why? You know, uh, on his on one of his albums, he says, I want that real love. Jada and that will love. Oh, yeah. Fresh at your crib love. Um, sure. I don't want no bitch from reality shows. Ironically, if she has I mean, done a reality show. Will Smith's, whatever he does now, whatever he tries to sell next, whether he releases more music or whether he does a new movie, it's going to sell. Like, it's going to do really well now because people are instantly, like, in love with Will Smith again now. Yeah. Because that face of Will Smith crying. Everybody loves Will Smith, right? Yeah. Everybody loves Will Smith. I mean, I'm one of those... Orlando Brown. Yeah. Google that shit. Um, So everyone loves Will Smith. He's one of those guys who's a bit like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm like, I can't handle these people who are just flawless. I'm like, there's something wrong with someone who's so flawless and perfect. Like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's got a winning smile. He's massive. He's, so he's chirpy. He's athletic. He's positive as shit, like Kevin Hart. Although I do like Kevin Hart, I've seen him on Joe Rogan. And uh, when you sort of you listen to his story, you realise that he come from like a rough background. Kind of like Terry Crews, come from rough backgrounds. And the reason they are who they are is because they've... It's one of fight or flight in it, and he's yeah, stood up to it in just, a humorous way. Yeah, same Will Smith, really, because Will Smith has no privileged background. No. Have you seen that? Um... So I suppose when you get into these people's lives and you realise... Yeah, the fact that they managed to maintain positivity and it's probably, um, they probably are where they are because they're just willing to fight for shit. Have you seen that clip of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where he's talking about his dad walking out in the program mm. um, and he's always starts breaking down. Like that whole Sad thing scene, was yeah. improvised, wasn't it? Was it um, really? Yeah. So that was all improvised. He was talking from real experience of obviously childhood and his dad walking out in abandonment. Um, and obviously James Avery, who plays Uncle Phil, he's obviously now died because uh, it kind of blew up when he passed as well because it's obviously one of the one of the main scenes of Fresh Prince one of the most memorable scenes but yeah that was all improvised from his past experience with his dad and stuff like that that's a real scene that though like, when you watch it um, he screams like sort of to hell with him and it gives him every single chance under the sun on it to like because he just, he just wants to do some father and son shit with his dad yeah he just gives him chance and chance and chance again and I think it's that moment when he realises like why and I suppose that if you're if you grew up without your dad, or um, you know you've had this a similar kind of background, it probably rings home. Mm. And it's an incredibly powerful scene from a incredibly deep and uh, it's a good show. Yeah, Fresh Prince, good show, deep show, uh, means a lot to a lot of people. And um, like I say, you talk about Kevin Hart as well, and I think I mean it's a little bit off topic. Kevin Hart actually nearly died recently. Kevin Hart did how? He was on a he was on a bike he was in an accident, he ah, broke his spine. Yeah, I remember that. He had that. to go through rehabilitation. And um yeah, he's back now. He's uh, happened with Tracy Morgan last year as well, didn't it? Or mm-hmm. the year before. He's just a positive guy. I was listening to him talk on Joe Rogan recently. 
and um, he was saying he was at a party and um, Jeff Bezos was the richest man in the world. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, and he says, uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to go over and touch Jeff Bezos. And like one of his friends is like, nah, nah, don't do that. He's like, why is he going to play it cool? And then Kevin Hart's like, obviously to Kevin, like, if me and you saw Kevin Hart at a party, that's what I imagine. Him seeing Jeff Bezos. Him seeing Jeff Bezos. He's like, me and you seeing Kevin Hart. Like, wow, that's somebody who's well more successful than I am. You know, has a lot more money than I am. So he goes, I'm going to say hi. His friend's like, no, 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 don't do it. He's like, why is it? Play it cool. He's like, play it cool. Like, when am I ever going to be in a room with this guy again? Yeah. Like, why the fuck would I play it cool? Like, what would I get from that? So he goes over and he goes, I go, hi, Jeff. Um, how's, it, how's it going? I'm Kevin Hart. And Jeff's like, oh, yeah, of course. I know I know who you are and stuff. But he even says, I'm like, Jeff Bay just sort of shakes and says hello and then like gets on with his time. And it's weird to imagine there are people out there that are so successful that they kind of look at Kevin guys Hart, like Kevin Hart as just people who just, just to say hello to, be nice, and then carry on with your day. Well, I mean, People's regular guys with a shit ton of money, aren't they? So I think unless you was, I mean, obviously it's nice to meet them and, you know, if they are nice people and, you know, that's cool, but I don't really just, it's a weird thing, in it? It's just a normal person beating heart, blood pumping, just with a shit ton of money in the bank. I think what I it think is, unless though, you're gonna, go you, know, you know these people's stories, don't you? Yeah, like, yeah. You see them on, like, you're watching, say, if it's a comedian, you see them on social media, you see them doing stand-ups, you sort of, you've, you know, you've, sat, you've sat up late at night, you've, you've laughed at the jokes. They've cheered you up and like they mean more to you than you mean to them. Yeah. Because although they, you know, you're basically a source of income for them, like you kind of go, oh wow, like your movies are amazing and people put celebrities on pedestals, don't they? Yeah. And they idolize them. And although recently I've been like a bit sort of um protagonist to that a bit, aren't you? Yeah, I've been a bit anti against that. It's like, why do we do this? And it's it makes sense because like I although I don't hold a lot of celebrities in high regard to the point where I just think they're amazing. There are some that I do think are amazing. Yeah, like some celebrities. I if I saw, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's fucking Jim Carrey, or that's Dave Chappelle." Or, yeah, I don't know if I was in a shock when I saw Sergio Aguero, even though I've seen him close up in football games and stuff quite a lot. And you know, you, Trafford Center, for instance, you see footballers in the Trafford Center all the time. Yeah, and when you do, it's always kind of like, "Oh shit, there's yeah, I'll get mine." Like, it's not there's like there's Michael Richards. Shit, I remember seeing um, Birdman in New York, and I was like seventeen, eighteen. I was like, "That's Birdman." Like people I was with didn't even know who the fuck he was. Yeah. Um he was a sound guy. Came off his phone call, took a picture, jumped back on. Um yeah, like obviously I'd, I would probably do it myself, but I think it's just a weird concept how yeah. I get so excited to see to you other than their work. Some celebrities say they don't like it when people ask them for photographs and not because they uh, they don't want to take a photograph, but just because they would rather just give somebody a moment. Like yeah. Jim Carrey was saying it on um on an interview and he's saying like if I was to meet somebody who I idolize or somebody I'd, I think I feel I can never see again, says, Why would I ask them for a photograph just so I could post it and then tell people I've met this person? Yeah. Says, When, like, you could just have a moment with somebody instead and, like, and have a story to tell. Just, yeah, talk to them and engage them, look them in the eye rather than stand side by side and take a photo. Like, I remember, I know it's it's not the same thing, but I remember when I used to work in a, in WH Smith's on the, on the motorway services, shout out, um, Perch services. <laughs> so I worked in the Beach Smiths, and I was uh, I was working that day, and I was just I was on my break, and there was there were two shops that I worked in, and I was you know sort of stood on one chatting to the person I was working that day, and the full Manchester United squad came stomping through. We had like Paul Scholes, Beckham, and uh, Real Ferdinand comes walking past me, and uh, I just thought, I was like, I thought oh, I'm just gonna say something to him, so let's go. I was going Rio, you okay? And the guy goes, Yeah, 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 man, not too bad, not too bad. And he stops, like he stops, like for a chat which threw me off guard because I imagined him just going, yeah, man, and like walking off. 
But then he goes, yeah, 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 not too bad, not too bad. And I was like, at this moment of like, shit, I've got, to, I've got to like say Strive something. Strive a conversation. Else. And it was weird. I like I knew, I knew that he had a record label at the time. He was financing a record label, and I knew one of the artists um, that was on his on his label. So I just asked him about that. I was like, oh, I heard you, you know, you got a record uh, label. How's that going? I was like, yeah, 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 not too bad. And we just had like, like, I'd say five minutes. It was probably about forty seconds, fifty seconds worth of conversation. And uh, we got chatting, and he's like, uh, anyway, I'm going to take off, man, take care. Shakes my hand, walks off. And then I'm like, nobody saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Me having a casual chat. It's real. There is real. Then you're on your phone one time, and the manager walks in, and you get a bollocking. <laughs> you get a bollocking, that's it. You're on Facebook, and you get bollocks, but I'm in a chat Rio. You know what would have been good? If somebody would have walked in, who I knew, and they'd gone, anyway, Rio, fuck off, yeah, mate. I've got some work to do. <laughs> I got gas some, on here, gas in. Yeah, cast on here, gas, and I got some Avion waters to put out on the shelf. There's, um, I mean, obviously going back to the to the comedian thing as well. I think, I think comedians in general have, especially in like this PC world that we're in at the minute. PC world, <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Um, I think they've got a good and important job to get points and serious points across in a humorous way. Absolutely. People talking about cancelling comedians off. There was a guy who was on, um, he's gone on a bunch of talk shows because he was at a university. And um, they basically give him a list of things he can't joke about. Basically, anything that may come across mean, he can't joke about. He can't joke about feminism, can't joke about racism, he can't joke about all isms, religions, oh, yeah. can't joke about religions, can't joke about different cultures. He can't just, there was basically a list of things that he couldn't joke about. And it's like, it is the job of the comedian to put themselves at risk at all times by making light of everything. Like, touching that border you can joke about anything you want right anything you want so long as the intent is to have fun yeah so if the so it's all about intent no matter what you say if the intent is bad it's bad so if you're going to joke about if you're going to if you're going to say some racist shit or some sexist shit or some homophobic shit then you're going to say that with vicious intent that's not a joke that's just you masquerading awful comments as a joke yeah but if you're going to joke about some shit and then, you know, your intent is just for it to be a joke and the outcome of the joke is actually, you know, funny and it's, it's got a point to it. Like, that that's that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Um, guys like Dave Chappelle, Ricky Gervais, um, you know, they, they do this, like, really well. Even guys like Louis C.K., who, like, even some of his jokes, like when he joked about the N-word and stuff like that, um, you hear them and you're kind of a bit, like, shocked by it. I kind of st- and you, you realise, you think about it, you go, okay, yeah, it takes a special kind of comedian to pull that joke off. Yeah. I... I'm not saying I'm a comedian at all, but like I do, we do joke around a lot. Yeah. Um, so technically, we are like comedians, but uh, <laughs> we wouldn't. We're not good enough to pull that off, and I don't think I'd, I'd, I'd try to. At the same time, um, I don't sort of seek um, seek to make that sort of thing funny. But at the same time, I don't put anybody else off joking about whatever they want to joke about because if the intent is good, then, it, then it's fine. Yeah. I've waffled on a little bit too long, but. That's that's my... yeah, like, yeah that's the point obviously yeah. like say hardships and like say races religion illnesses um, yeah if you if you're gonna say if you're gonna say you can't joke about feminism or you can't joke about this but you can joke about um, disabled people that's fine it's like how who are you to say that one thing is funny and another isn't who mm-hmm. are you to say that we can like put something in a box and say don't ever joke about that but everything else is fine it's like what are you belittling my thing yeah it's like you know you say something and go well you know mine. My auntie's white, or my auntie's black, or my my cousin had yeah. this disease. Yeah. It's always it's always it's always funny until it becomes personal. Yeah, in which case it's... you get offended by it. Um, yeah, no, totally agree with that. Uh, I was going to make a point now. I was going to say, yeah, it's just 
as soon as it becomes personal, you just choose to get offended by it. Yeah. But yeah. Long Whilst, live the comedian. Long live the comedian. Continue to do what you do, no matter what they say. Because everything's about cancelling things now, isn't it? Mm. Cancel him, cancel him. He's done a wrong thing. He's done a bad thing. He said this. I don't agree with it. It offends me. Cancel that. No. No, no, no. Ghislaine Maxwell. She's singing like a canary. In case you're unfamiliar with Ghislaine Maxwell, she was the girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein, famous financier slash pedophile. What, yeah. a, re- what a resume. And um, so if um, you go down a rabbit hole, it turns out Ghislaine was a big player in trafficking young girls to Epstein Island and bringing in young girls and also creating a network of girls who create other girls. It's like a period scheme, abuse. basically. Yeah. yeah, you get some girls and you know, you'll know you get... Yeah. $200, I think it was $200. So, um, yeah, she's been arrested. She's come out and said that she's got videos of high-up politicians entertainers having sex with young girls. Um, ironically, the stuff about Wayfair, trafficking kids. Yeah, I've seen... Or helping to try... Or aiding trafficking kids or whether they're... They know about it or not. There is, you know, it's alleged that kids are being trafficked via their website. Um, so, you know, over the past two weeks or so, sort of been down that whole pizza gate rabbit hole, uh, allowed myself in um, as, as a conspiracy theorist would, where I've sort of not allowed anything to sway. Yeah. And I've like just gone in all the way in, and then you come up for air, and then you start to sort of like make sense of the things you've been hearing, you know. Um, you go down that rabbit hole, it's a dangerous place because you start this confirmation bias kicks off and everything you hear is like, boom, 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 boom. This person's evil, that person's Bands evil. Everybody in Hollywood is a pedophile. Everybody in the music industry is evil. If you're rich and famous, you're probably a satanic pedophile or whatever. Then you come up for air and you start to go, hang on a minute, I'm accusing absolutely everybody of the worst crime in the world with very little or no evidence. Whatsoever. I mean, no evidence. Accusations aren't evidence. Like That's not the world we live in. That's not to say, like, I mean, fact you know, famous people, uh, movie producers are doing things sexually. They're abusing women, um, kids. Like, that's a fact. People are in jail right now for it. Um, some of them walking. I see Woody Allen. Some did, of them fucking... Didn't he marry his... Married a kid he adopted. adopted. Yeah. yeah. So th- there's a lot of this going on. So you have to look at certain individuals and go, okay, the evidence on this guy is strong. The evidence on this person is strong. The evidence on this person is strong. I'm going to keep that fucker at arm's length. I'm not going to enjoying on that guy's movies or that girl's movies until I know for certain, you know, but I know people like kind of throwing accusations here and there. It's like, I'm not going to go around accusing everybody of being a pedophile just because it's, it's the in thing. It's part of, Cause I'm on, I'm on this Facebook group at the moment and it's just getting crazy. Like I joined in, you know, just to sort of like I'm liking and sharing posts and stuff. And then more of these posts coming in and people are jumping on and going, what do we all think about this? This person's a pedophile. Oh my God, this person's a fucking scumbag. I hope they burn in hell. And it's like, Wow, you've seen a fucking an Instagram square yeah. of information that's quite blurry, and you've already condemned this person to burn in hell. That's not the world we live in. We can't do that. Like, you can't go around accusing people of that shit. That's some guy said it in his room. In his room, yeah. And also, like, I've seen images of uh, a girl that I've accused Tom Hanks of raping her and stuff, and it's like, again, who is this girl? Does she exist? Because that's all I've seen is this screenshot of a, an article it's not even an article it's a screenshot of an article it's like, who is this girl does she really exist is, is it a fake persona that someone's made to make the pizzagate argument appear to be stronger because that exists people are doing that you know sort of fabricating information to make the argument look stronger um so yeah anybody who's jumping into the whole um, conspiracy world 
again, I've I've said a hundred times before, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I'm still not to this day. But some of it that becomes very believable to me stops becoming a conspiracy to me and starts becoming actual strong theory. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just check everything that you're told. Stop believing everything. You know, you you have to you have to double check yourself and you have to be prepared to be wrong at all times. Because if you're not, then... I read a quote. Um, the the intentional with the if you intentionally withhold nuance that's basically the definition of tyranny so tyranny is basically if you have an argument and you want to make it but you leave out small details because it harms your point yeah yeah that is sort of the definition of 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 tyranny and it is in a way and uh i think a lot of conspiracy theorists are guilty of this as well as the people they're accusing of crimes right yeah so you need to be prepared to be wrong at all times um, and also take a break from it because a lot of that pizza gate stuff it's fucking dark and no matter how much of it uh, you read through like you see pictures of fucking you know people who've been abused and you know you see things that you wish you hadn't seen and you know whether it's tied directly to pizza gate or not it's still you're reading negative shit all day long and professionals in that industry who you know in the professionals who who investigate um cases of abuse and stuff like they take time away because it's very hard on them when they're trained like they're trained to deal with this stuff if you're just somebody who's trolling through facebook at four in the morning reading all this shit like take time off away from it because when i went down that rabbit hole i became for a couple of days i became depressed as fuck like you're reading all this shit and you're hearing nothing but negative horrible shit you start looking at the world and advert comes on of a celebrity that you know about and you think fuck me but he's a sight but he's a scumbag and everybody's evil and awful and you become you just become decent, you become desensitized, and like yeah. you just sort of like, oh my god, like the world's a horrible place, and you need to sort of back up away from it, come up for air, and remind yourself of the good shit that's going on around you. Because once you go down that hole, if you don't come up for air, you're stuck. Yeah, and you hear so much negative. It's the power of persuasion. You hear so much negative shit, you're stuck. It's that negativity breeds you, be, you become that, you become the negative, and then you start projecting negativity. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the week today. Leave this one pretty short, I say. Yeah. Got anything else? No. No? No. I'm good as a good as a bug in a rug. Yeah, I was gonna say that, realised I got it wrong. But yeah, I'm good. Okay, people. So we've got two episodes dropping today. So uh, check this one out and uh then head over to well, stay where you are because we've got another episode called um, Unsolved Mysteries, part one. We're gonna be following that with a part two very soon. And uh until the next one. Peace. Peace.